Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And once again, it's Fibber McGee and Molly time. Fibber McGee and Molly. The dramatic story of a woman with her faith in a man. And a man with his faith in a newspaper. Will something exciting, unusual, or momentous take place in the little frame house at 79 Wistful Vista tonight? Or is that expecting too much? Yes, I guess it's expecting too much. Anyway, here they are, Fibber McGee and Molly. Good one, Doug. Good one. You know, uh, that is one of the funniest shows that ever was on, and it was on for a long time, from the 1930s into the 70s. So uh, uh, they were just great. Well, all of those shows are way before my time, but I think Mm. I prefer the Gracie and George analogy. But I don't know yeah. either one of them, really. No, I like... I, I try, Fibber try, McGee uh, and Molly. Fibber well, McGee the and Molly. guy in the they newspaper hit. is about right. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. So back mm-hmm. to the Brennan's report. Yeah. So when Slade Rushing first started and I asked for a Jackson salad... Oh, wait. Is this the teams? The teams might be coming. Anyway, um, the teams. Yeah, I'm I'm looking out the window when you hear the you know the the team buses. Anyway, oh. it's it's super exciting here. So uh, he he presented a Jackson salad that I would call a deconstructed Jackson salad. Mm-hmm. I've seen those. Yeah, and it was it had the same ingredients. It was just presented in a Slade rushing type of way instead of what was previously known for Brennan's. And I have to say, I loved it. I mean, I, it was not what I was expecting, although I didn't really know what to expect because I knew it would be radically different. But I loved it. I loved the Slade rushing interpretation of the Jackson salad. So we were curious when we went, and everything else was great. I mean, everything we ever had at Brennan's in the Slade rushing era was great, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's and very cutting-edge food, which is not sort of my it, thing. It, it was cutting-edge food for sure, but it, was. it, it wasn't... It wasn't what you would look or taste and just get It wasn't off putting cutting edge food because not at all. Because I am not a cutting edge food person if it's off putting. But this was you know, cutting sure. edge and delicious and I am not a gourmet. This was yeah, really great stuff. So you can be cutting edge and still be delicious. So anyway, we didn't really know what to expect when we went to Brendan's this time because this was his sous chef who has taken the helm since he left. And so now you can pick up the story, Tom. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, before we get into this, I want uh, you to know 
that uh, this is Brennan's on Royal Street. There are a lot of restaurants with the name Brennan's on it because it's a big family uh, with a lot of restaurants. But uh, they uh, just recently, I heard this from another chef, but I didn't quite catch who it was. Uh, he was of the opinion that the uh, uh, when the, the these Brennans came in and, and took over uh, and started working on it, that it would be a different style entirely. But it it isn't. I mean, to, to one of them that really got me is. Uh, one of the really classic dishes at Brennan's, un- at any of them, was their turtle soup. Mm-hmm. And this one had a kind of like totally ordinary turtle soup. You know? Uh-huh. And I, I've got to scratch my head about that. And uh, anyway. I loved my gumbo. We we started off, first of all, we started yeah. with the... Um, the yeah, They brought the little breads to the table, which were scrumptious. And... Um, and then an amuse-bouche of a shrimp in a little spoon, which was also good. And then we looked at the menus. And I have to say that I really had to I really had to think a lot about what I wanted to order because it, there were not a lot of choices. And no. none of them really jumped out at me. Because, you know, a lot of times when you go to a restaurant, if the menu is really enticing, you really have to decide, well, I can't get everything that I want, so I'm going to have to come back and and get something else later. I didn't have that feeling. It was not it was not something that just I, I could get really excited about. So I got the gumbo. Well, you know, there's also the question of new restaurant and that it's never going to be quite as good as the longtime restaurant. So uh but I, I, I can accept that for a while, but I just I, I can't get over the limitations on, on the menu. Yeah, it's, it was a uh, very small menu. So uh, so the gumbo that I got was served with basmati rice, which to me, y- you can't beat basmati rice. It's not something that you see traditionally in a Louisiana mm-hmm. gumbo, but you can't complain about basmati rice. It's just delicious. Has this a flavor gum- and an aroma all its own. Yeah, this gumbo was really great. I loved it. It was a chicken andouille gumbo, and it had uh, it had poches. Actually, it was wait. Mm-hmm. It was not a chicken andouille gumbo. It was a seafood gumbo with okra, and it had poches andouille in it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never had poches, but you know what? I liked it so well, I'm going to try poches. I, I'm a savoir girl, really and I've, I've been adamant about that, but I'm going to have to try poches and see because I liked it very well. This is a, this is a state that has a lot of rice in it. So we had um, – the gumbo was served in a way that I was a little surprised by, to tell you the truth, because usually at a restaurant like Brennan's, and I think in the previous – regime, you would get the bowl presented to you and you would have the rice and then the waiter would pour the gumbo over the rice. This was brought to the table without that presentation. And I don't really care about that presentation. I find it a little pretentious myself. So I was kind of glad that this wasn't that presentation. It was a huge portion of gumbo it had a lot of rice and a ridiculous, and I'm not complaining because there's no such thing as too much shrimp to me. 
amount of shrimp. It was a very, very generous portion of gumbo for, I think, $10. That was kind of a deal, I thought. And I thought it was really great. I thought the gumbo was great. So then we moved on to, they brought some things to the table, which I thought was nice. And mm-hmm. those were a black truffle. Yeah, they had two different truffle Popcorn they rice. Had some, they had it, some white truffle, which is really No, it was black truffle. It was strictly well, black Well, they had truffles. black truffles, too. They had both of them. Okay, so it was like your, it, it was almost like a you in your path, but, it was um, almost like a rice pudding. This um, this popcorn rice was a creamy, creamy rice. It was kind of like a risotto or a rice pudding, and it had a couple little vegetables on it, and mm-hmm. it had some mushrooms. And then they shaved very generously again, black truffles on mm-hmm. it, and. Um, and they were they were dried, and uh, I I wondered you know that didn't hit me just right. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, I have a couple of good stories, not uh, good enough to launch into them right now, but about uh, being at Brennan's during some event in which they were doling out some truffles. <laughs> and, and well, are you talking about the tell... Baco? Are you talking about the Baco uh, truffle dinner? Because that's no, Ralph that's Brennan. A, that was a, that okay. was a totally different deal. Okay, you also got sweetbreads at this meal, and what did you think yeah. of those? As an, as an appetizer, I've never seen. Well, yeah, I think I have. I think that's kind uh, of how you I, usually see it. I I um, I I thought it was pretty good. It it uh, I think could have used another punch of something, but. Uh, all right, so then you got scallops for your entree, which you loved, you said. Fantastic. Yeah. Really great. You love the scallops. Yeah. And I got a shrimp. I was trying to decide between between a um, a shrimp appetizer as an entree, which I think was some kind of spicy shrimp or something, mm-hmm. or a... Um, a shrimp and grits, but it was a, an unusual presentation of shrimp and grits. And it was um, it was shrimp, and I think merleton. I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't check the menu. That sounds about right. It, and it, it had, had a grits. Well, I didn't get underneath to that. it, like a grits for starch. Grits. I keep saying a grits, but it was like a grits you presentation. Only, you want more than just one. You know? But yeah. But I didn't. I didn't care for it. I thought they were. I didn't understand that dish that I got. The only thing I liked about it was shrimp. But then, you know, if you give me shrimp, I'm I'm going to be happy no matter what. But I was, I was puzzled by that dish. I have to say, it was puzzling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Tom, do you have the menu? Because you asked for a menu. Do I you do. have it? I, Can I do you look have, up that shrimp? Me. Okay. Not right now. Okay. It's sitting on my desk at home. Okay. 260-6368 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we are talking about the usual, nothing much, but uh, having to do with food. And then we got some desserts, um, which is something that we don't normally do. I mean, nothing I normally do, but I was tempted to get a Snickers bar, which they Mm. had on on the menu for desserts. So Tom got the bread pudding, which he always does. And I got all the restaurants do it, too. Yeah. And I got the um, a Snickers bar, which was um, like a 
it, it's you know how you sometimes see like a chocolate thing, like a like a cool chocolate thing. It's like mm-hmm. a terrine almost, mm-hmm. and it's about maybe two or three inches long and about an inch and a half high and about an inch wide, and it just sits there. That's what this was. It was um, it was that size. It had peanuts on top. It, and they were whole peanuts, roasted peanuts. There was a, I, I couldn't decide if it was ice cream or creme fraiche alongside, and it had ground pretzels underneath it. So there was definitely a heavy salt component to it. And then the Snickers bar was sort of malted as Snickers are on the inside. It was that you know that moussey nougat kind of thing. It was it was actually a lot like a Snickers bar. It was like a it was a dessert Snickers bar, which is exactly what it was billed. I thought it was really good. I um I don't normally get things like that, but I wanted to try it, and it was um it was definitely good. It might have been a little on the salty side by the time you added in all the crunchy things that were there. Um. I was not motivated to finish it because in order for me to eat that much and eat a dessert to begin with and then to finish that dessert, the dessert has to be so good my eyes would pop out. I would say mm, that I'd this, like to see that. Yeah, I would say that this was good, but it was not um, so good it did not hit that bar that I just absolutely had to finish it. It was Been a good meal. I think lately? that is a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. We were not seated in the front room. We were seated in what they call the main dining room, which is uh, definitely not my style, but you have to recognize gorgeous when you see it. It is a lot of beautiful. lattice work detail. It must There's have a taken view of the courtyard. forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It must have taken forever for them to actually renovate that room with that kind of detail. And in each one of the sections of the dining room, there is a small mural. And it's, it's just a beautiful, a visually arresting room. And as Tom said, the view of the courtyard at night was also very romantic. It was a lovely, lovely place to have dinner. They were packed. And when we arrived at 6, there was no one in there because they don't start seating till 6. But yeah, by the a, time the evening little, was concluded, wonder, it was packed. Hmm? I wonder what that's about. I can't, I can't what, the 6 o'clock what, seating? That yeah. is sort of late for a restaurant. But I, yeah. I guess because maybe they go later. I don't know. Or maybe because they have happy hour till 6 or I don't know. But it was uh, it was an interesting evening. I'm glad we finally made it there. It's been a while uh, you know, for mm-hmm. us to not go and see what it's about. Um, but it's, I would say, a work in progress. That's, yep. that's about and, the best and, way I would describe if you're it. A, if you're a fan of Brennan's and you haven't been there in a long time, uh, get ready because to go over there, you're you're going to eat some things that you might not have ever Well, it's had definitely before. different. You yeah, know, the, the Slade yeah. rushing era was way different from what was there before, and I would yeah. say that this is way different from the Slade rushing era. Mm-hmm. Clean Agreed. break. Two six zero six three six eight. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Tom? We're back. 
Yeah. And it's time now for a more of the food show. As you know, we weren't we don't hurry around here. It's you know with the weekend and all right, the weekend just ended anyhow. But uh, here we are at Brennan's. Oh no, no, we're not. We were talking about Brennan's a lot. Uh, we're at the Cool Water Ranch, and we're talking about um, boy, Brennan's. a variety of things about Brennan's. So Tom, also and, on your almanac mm-hmm. is Melba. Melba. Melba everything. Yeah, Nellie Melba who mm-hmm. was an Australian opera singer and uh, just the the most uh, sought-after woman. Story. Yeah, that, that would do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are a lot of desserts that are made uh, that could be called a, a peach melba, and one of them is here, and the place is Antoine's. They've, they, uh, they've had it for a long time. I, I'm pretty sure they still have it, and it involves peach and melba. It's just named for Nellie Melba. And um, ice cream, and it's uh, it seems very simple until you eat it, and then you realize this is this is not just nothing. It's it actually is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought we would because it's her birthday. I think uh, I thought we would bring her in. Uh, she and was eighteen hundreds. Eighteen sixty one. Yes, yeah. and uh, wasn't Melba toast also? Named after same, her? Same lady, and the reason was that uh, there was a, a famous um, chef uh, who, uh, well, here is his name here. Escoffier was his, his name. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he came into the scene, and he taught Nellie Melba how to make these little crackers that she could eat so she wouldn't get as fat as she had gotten. That was really Yeah, I was the looking at her and I was thinking, I don't understand why this is the most sought after woman in the world. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you have to see pictures of her. I looked at him. Uh, I, I looked at him. She, well, she had a few extra. Uh, uh, well, that was the style in that day anyway. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. But, but anyway, uh, today is that you can celebrate the, the uh, everything of M- Nellie Melba. And the best place to do it would be to go to Antoine's. Because mm-hmm. they actually still have it on the menu, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. What, Peach yeah. Melba? Peach Melba. Yeah. yeah. It's sad that the Melba Toast factory t- closed down. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, I don't the know. The Turnbull it, Bakery. It, it opened and you know, I wonder, I wonder why, I was going to say, I wonder why uh, no one's resuscitated that. But you know what? Does anybody actually like Melba toast? I mean, it's another well, one of those things that are just kind of old-fashioned. You know, like when I go to a restaurant and I see a, a basket of Melba toast and saltine crackers, I register, oh, this is an old-fashioned kind of restaurant. Uh-huh. They are. But I can tell you this. When they closed it down, there were people who were coming in every day to try to find out how they could get some more of it. Mm-hmm. And it was also uh, much more, much preferred by people uh, who would uh, actually they would sometimes take them out into the uh, into the uh, uh, the uh, excuse me. I can't uh, help you. I don't. I don't yeah, know where, I know, where I know you're going with this. Well, anyway, those people are now dead. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, look so like it's it. It's a good point. Actually. Doug, you don't like Melba yeah. toast. I take it. Uh, no, but I do like garlic rounds. Well, that's the same thing, actually. No, well, but it's sort of yeah. it tastes well, better. Well, no, there's the, the they're the same exact thing. The only difference is one of them has garlic in it and it's round. Well, you need teeth. That's the only thing. 
That's always uh, important. <laughs> Teeth are actually so convenient, aren't they, if you're yes, trying to eat? Yes, they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, one, one other hundred. thing. What? One, one other thing, and this yeah. is this is this is for you, uh, Tom. It's oh. National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Okay. <laughs> this is the cleanest desk Tom has anywhere. I'll have to say that. Uh, well, we could get into what the studio at the Coolwater Ranch is like. Let's just say that I'm very happy I'm doing the show from here. This may become a regular thing. Two six zero six three six eight. Does anyone actually like Melba Toast? Well, uh, does anyone did. remember Melba Toast? Oh, they and do. And do you I've, like Melba Toast? I remember once going to Pizza Man in Covington. You see, and, again, an old-fashioned kind of place, yes. Well, but, I mean, it's so, got a certain charm, but it's an old-fashioned kind of place. Is that against the law? What? Is it against the law? No, to no, have, I'm just, yeah. no, it's a, it's a matter of personal taste. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, they're gone now, and uh, there was no, one not, firm not Pizza that Man, Melba in, Toast are gone now. Mel- that's, I wonder. That's true. D- why did why it it closed with Katrina, didn't it? Uh yeah. yeah okay, it did. Okay, because I was about to say, I wonder if there was a stash of it anywhere, but of course that would have been swallowed up with Katrina along with the rest of it anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they they actually did have a, a pile of it uh, hidden somewhere, but uh, once it was used, it was never. Yeah, again. that's what I heard. Anyhow. Yeah, anybody like Melba toast? Does anyone say, "Boy, I wish I had some Melba toast"? Is that thought ever cross anyone's mind? Two six zero six three six eight. You're right, Doug. There are things, and maybe this is, um, a f- I don't know, a function of. Well, never mind. But anyway, yeah. I think that there are things that become. Um, Difficult to eat. I think that crunching on Melba toast is really, really a loud thing. You know, uh, something as yeah, well, as crunchy, yeah. tough as that. You know, like Tom always says, I need. Uh, what do you say? You don't have the teeth for fill in the blank. You know. Huh. And Melba toast would certainly fall into that category, but I, I just Could always be. found it to be sort of um, kind of a boring thing. Kind of a boring thing. Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to the food yeah. show. Yeah, I just want to comment on your Melba toast. Uh, go right ahead. I, I, uh, I really like that. Actually, uh, uh, there's nothing better than uh, a Melba toast with some maybe uh, a piece of cheese, a tomato, or something like that. Well, it's perfect combination. Do you know of any place that you have been able to find a replica of it? Because, I mean, it is gone. Uh, actually, though, you well, know what? You, go, you can go into one of these old-fashioned restaurants and see it. So where is it coming from? Well, there was another, there was another company. There was another company that, that kind of filled in for a while, but they, uh, they had problems. What did you say, Mike, that you can get them at well, Rouse? There's, there's, there's a, yeah, Rouse's has a, I can't think of the brand name because my wife buys them, but it's very, very similar to the Melba Toast. Is it? Okay. Uh, yes. Well, yes. Let us know and, uh, because it's urgent. And, 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 yeah, oh, it's, well, here, I'll get off the phone and call my wife and I'll call you back. Yeah, would you? Because we're kind of no, curious. I, I'm, I'm actually quite curious about that. Yeah. But we uh-huh. get that all the time, and I can, I can put some... Uh, 
some uh, avocado or a cheese or tomatoes on it. And I love that, actually. Okay. Call your wife and find out what it is. <laughs> oh, it's called London? Old what London. Hmm. I wonder uh, where that- it comes from. I don't know. Ralph carries it, though. <laughs> Doug yeah. says that, that he gets it at, at Walmart. I'm going to look up this brand, Old London. Okay. Uh, that, that name doesn't ring a bell to me, but uh, it may be. While you're out looking. Well, uh, now, look, I'm looking at it online, and the first thing that you see in a, a big package, and it says Melba. So they're actually uh-huh. Melba toasts, whole grain Melba toast. And if you go to Old London Foods, that's it's. They have a whole grain. They have. It looks like different flavors. Yeah, they have garlic. And sardine, probably. (laughs) Probably so. No, they have seven grain flatbreads, but they have Melba. So yeah, I guess Uh, someone's picked it up and is starting to make it. You know what? I'm sure that the Turnbull Company was not the only one making Melba toast. So the, the, at one point they were. Is that right? They really? Were, they, they were doing it for everybody in America. No kidding. Yeah, they were. And then uh, after the hurricane, that dumpy little place on that, wherever it was, on deep first, in the Irish Channel, First Street in the Irish. Wow. Channel, uh, about a door and a half down from. It's hard uh, to Sorapparu. imagine that they could keep up a volume in that little place. Yeah, there are Saraparu either. Yes, I know. Saraparu, the place of my birth. Anyway, yes, would you, uh, would you, did he leave? Did Mike leave? No, I'm still here. I'll find out. Yeah, find out and call us back. You're the only one I'm going to let call back to the radio show. All right, go Tigers. Go Tigers, yes. (laughs) Go Tigers. 260-6368, yes. I have my dignity standards. You can't call twice to the radio show, even if we're not getting any calls. <laughs> but we're going to well, make know, an exception in Mike's so case because we want to find yeah. out what the name of the company is. Although Doug, the oracle that constantly enlightens us in so many ways, has told us that you can get this old London brand at Walmart. And in fact... He is correct, hence the name Oracle. And so I if you go, done. if you're looking for Melba toast, and I can't imagine why you would be, but if you are, you can get some at uh, Walmart. Melba is a big word blasted across the top from the old London company. Well, if you think that's a big word, try this one, Halifax. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Speaking of Doug, I hope he didn't hear that. Doug, where are your headsets is what I want to know. 260. Where you will find the... 6368. What, Doug? Doug's about to speak. Oh, he doesn't have anything to say because he knows that I caught him without his headsets on. But he did say Halifax, Doug. 260-6368. We are going to take a break, and we will be back shortly for just another 20 minutes. So if you have something to say to us, give us a call. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Yeah, we're the only one of our kind. I, I keep looking, hoping that maybe somebody, somebody else will turn up. But here we are. So we threw, threw away the turnups, and we keep on moving on talking about food your way or anybody else's way. You got something? Call us up, and let's uh, have a Having a contra, a contra, a who? A, a, Gregory a, is here. Gregory is here. Perfect timing. 
Let's go hey, to Gregory. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I was saying go Tigers like that. Go, go Tigers. That's right. That's right. Someone taught me how to say it. Go Tigers. So you're down in this mess too, huh? I am down in this mess. Yes. Yes. So am I. Thank God I have a friend that has a parking place at the Pan Am Life Building, you know, right there at the Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, maybe I'll see you at, at maybe I'll see you at walk-ons after the game, Marianne. We can have a couple of drinks. <laughs> I don't know if I'm staying that long. I'm going to meet some friends who um, they're not listening, so I can say this. And if you are one of these people, you know who you are. But mm-hmm. I always tease her about her wardrobe because she wears purple and gold like every day. Okay. There's people I know like that as well. So but. I know that their their suitcases are filled with nothing but purple and gold. I should ask her to borrow something so I can really be in the spirit. But anyway, I'm going to go over and hang out with them for a little while, and then I'm just going to kind of see what happens. Well, you know, the tragedy for me is I'm 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 very happy about Louisiana State University and all that, but I'm a Tulane guy. I'm a green and blue guy. Yeah, but this is a this is such I know. a thing. This is huge. This is huge. It's very yeah. fun. That's why I'm down I've here. never seen it like this. I've never even seen it for the the. Well, during a Super Bowl, it's like that. I don't like know. I I've been down for the Super Bowl too. It I I just it's like crazy. Really, I I've 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 seen it like this once or twice before, but it's always a national. It's not for a regular Saints game or anything like that, but this is this is this is the game. This yeah. is the game of the college football. The season. CFP. And then when and, and yeah, and of course, whenever we get a Super Bowl, it's a big deal too. But I think they have expanded where you tailgate now. And I think in the previous years, I don't, I don't think we've had a Super Bowl in like nine years now. So it, I think we're due for another one. Um, but. Uh, Maybe it's not that. I think 2013 was the last Super Bowl we had. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I think there's just a lot more areas for it. Yeah. Well, it's um, definitely exciting. That's for sure. Yeah, it's very exciting down here, even with this dreary weather. um, Yeah. People are are in a good mood. and and, uh, they are. I I have already run into a a bunch of friends I haven't seen in a long time just on the street. Yeah. Um, You guys guys were talking a lot about Brennan's earlier. Did uh, you guys go there recently and... Check we out just the new did. menu or something? Last when? week. Uh, Last when? Week. Uh, okay. Would, yeah, a week for. Uh, the other Mike, you know, the one that says Mike. Yeah, uh, Mike. 75. Hello. Yeah. No, that's Michael 75. Then there's. Wow, okay. Hello, Mike. That that Mike asked us about Brennan's. Had we been to the new Brennan's under the new chef? chef yeah. And we hadn't. And I thought, you know what? We're down here. Let's go someplace like that. So we did it Friday night. Oh, terrific. And yeah. I I only heard Brennan's, and then I had to get off, and then I had to come back on, and then whatever. And then I phoned you guys. Um, it was uh, it was uh, up to it was up to speed. It was it was good. I mean, how did well, the time feel about it? <laughs> I I uh, I thought just one thing really, and that was uh, there were eight appetizers, eight entrees, and I think there's four desserts. Uh, mm-hmm. That, When you compare that with a typical menu, you'll say, guys, there's not a whole lot here. That's not there, right. Yeah. And, uh, and that's certainly how it registered with me. Uh, what I had I was good. Have you but been? It, You've been, Gregory? 
No, no, I haven't been since late left. The last time I was there was uh, just about a year ago. I guess the last time I was there, maybe maybe not quite that long, but it was right before Slade left because I remember I was down in the uh, down in the Rooster Bar and uh, I was talking to him and he was telling me about the fact that he was going to depart. But so that's how long ago that was. So anyway, but you guys liked it overall, then? Hey. Well, yes and no. I mean, this is a restaurant just getting started again. Uh, yeah, actually, that's, that's what that's, happens. That's what happens. Yeah, uh, actually, and they've you, been in the new uh, location for almost five years now. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, I know, but I haven't been there since Slade last time. I mean, I've been yeah. to Brennan's. It's, it's, um, it's. I think it's gonna change a lot. I, I think, um, it's, it's very different fun. from Slade, and I, I, I would say that I, I was underwhelmed, and so was Tom. Okay. Not okay. not egregiously so, not egregiously so, yeah, but it's too soon. but you feel like there. I think that Slade rushing is a hard act to follow. Maybe that's sure. it. You know, yeah. that might be it. But um, well, well was, you know, um, just a just in, uh, just a. I mean, he was very innovative, but he he uh, really was keen on keeping the Brennan's classics alive too. So that's what we're probably going to miss. I I uh, hope well, they kept those alive. Well, I, I mean, was looking. I was I'm looking trying to think of what what you're looking for because I didn't actually see anything recognizable. What did? You... Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, let me let me see. I'm, let me look at the menu because I was just looking at the menu. What what are you looking for? No steak and bananas. No, they had and bananas no Foster. Bananas. Well, they used, they well, had bananas Foster. Well, of course they're going to keep that, and of and, course they're going to keep the breakfast. You know. Oh, the, I, uh, we haven't been for breakfast, so I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, you know, as, as far as a dinner menu, they used to do a great cocoa van there, and they also did a, um, one of their uh, fish or trout they would do was mm-hmm. just as good as anybody else did it. They, um, yeah. I think one of their it, trout dishes had a medley of uh, vegetables on top. It, it wasn't a miniere or, you know, or almondine. I can't, I can't remember what they called that. But anyway, it was quite good. They had, um, a, um, they had a duck on the menu. Which was forty one dollars. I've never seen a duck dish that expensive. Um, I have. Yeah. Okay. In New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had turtle soup. They had seafood seafood fillet gumbo. That was delicious. I like that. A Creole Caesar salad. I didn't get that. Shrimp canals, stone crab and merloton salad, caviar and custard, collard green and shelling bean salad, tortellini and brodo. Caramelized oh, sweetbreads, octopus etouffee, risolet. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the entrees were blackened redfish, satsuma lacquered duck, smoked scallops, gullfish amandine, rabbit cutwits, garlic shrimp, there raviolo be, of chev and sheep feta, oh, and grilled no, prime rib. Marianne, I appreciate to... you rattling all that off. That is not the Brennan's menu I recognize. But however, some of that stuff sounds interesting. I mean, I mean, yeah, I it's know. yeah, it's interesting. It's just it's it's. Uh, I'm curious to see how things develop. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yep. I just, yep. Well, I just hope they don't lose their sense of uh, identity. I mean, as far as their well, location, you, you, you know, I you mean, know, what they are is the. <laughs> They're one of the grand dames, you know, Marianne. Well, not really, because they're not oh, old yeah. enough to be one of the grand dames. Well, I, I, I started to include them after, um, you know, a lot of the other restaurants kind of faded out. And then, you know, we, we were just left with Antoine's, Arno's, and uh, and uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the others have come back. So the really old ones. So Brennan's is sort of like, you know what I would I would liken it to like a uh, the Cunard in the cruise ship world. It's it's out by itself. It's it's not it's not this and it's not that and it's it's really great but it's by itself. Um and and I think that uh it'll be interesting to see how it develops, but I uh I don't think I don't know that they're going so much for that identity that they had. I think they're just a really uh, high, high-end high New yeah, Orleans restaurant. Uh, now they're going modern on us, huh? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe this is temporary. Maybe it's going to go back. But I, in the corner. But that menu that I just read doesn't really bear a whole lot of resemblance to what you knew, does it? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's yeah. why I was saying, I mean, I appreciated you rattling off all that stuff. I mean, it's nothing I recognize, hardly any. I mean, they, they. I used to do a duck as a special there, but it wasn't anything like that, and it certainly wasn't 41 bucks. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, they, they used to do a duck and a peach brandy sauce, if time recalls, and that was quite good. And the... Um, uh, they did something else with Duck too. Uh, well, anyway, that's not the end of the day. I'm just, I'm just glad that you guys went and uh, were able to tell us about it. Yeah. Now, this is, this is what now we I'm do. very keen. Now I'm very keen to get down there and uh, go check it out. Well, anyway, um. Yeah, the well, ri- the risole is the the shaved black truffles. It's Louisiana popcorn rice, white truffle anglaise, d'anjou pear, oh, black burgundy truffles. Yeah. Yeah, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, this is a really gourmet, gourmet menu. And I remember the last iteration of Brennan's and all previous, the, the previous menus being a lot more approachable, I think. Yeah. Uh, if I could was, sneak one in here, the turtle certainly. soup. The turtle soup that they, were the doing, that they were doing before the breakup. And uh, mm-hmm. there, there, was, there was a, uh, a chef there. You remember, Roussel? Uh, n- uh, no, that, no, he was another one. He went back farther okay. even still. But uh, the guy who was uh, who was taking over the well, he, he it was his spot to uh, do the turtle soup, right. and it was nowhere near what they had been doing, and it was so good. I, I the best. I'm like you, all- Tom. I love turtle soup. I love turtle soup, and I'm you know I'm very keen. And I'm very keen about it. Um, you know who still does a good turtle soup, and a lot of people give him a bad draft and stuff, and I think it's a great little restaurant. The Court of Two Sisters. The, oh, yeah. The, the Court of Two Sisters is underrated. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I was anyway, there about well, uh, a month ago and uh, proved that again. I, well, I'm glad to hear that. I definitely got to go check out Brennan's. And now I got to go walk down the street, and it's starting to get a little noisy. Go Tigers! Around. Go Tigers! Yeah, I'll bet. Right. Right. Say it like this. Go Tigers! <laughs> go Tigers! <laughs> there we go. So, so long, you guys. Bye. Bye. All right, let's go to Stephen. Hey, Marianne. Hey. Uh, obviously, you didn't get the dog collar for Tom. <laughs> Um, but I will say, for Tom's benefit, I was watching one of the cooking shows, and I was thinking it was the and they had they were making salad dressing, 
Mm-hmm. And they put garlic and sardines oh, in the salad dressing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now you're talking. I mean, there were a couple other herbs and whatever, but it was basically oil and balsamic vinegar and garlic and sardines and then a few herbs. Uh-huh. So, uh, Tom, you know, they just put it on the salad. So Okay. Hmm. Okay. Today I was at uh, Dollar Tree, and they had <laughs> Stacy's Chips. Oh! <gasps> In two or three different kinds, and they were like, well, they were dollar size. So I mean, you you wouldn't have ha- you wouldn't have to buy a whole four four dollar bag of potato chips, and you could eat them and not have to reseal them. Okay, good I mean, to know, Stephen. Good to know, Stephen. I'm going to go on over there. Thank you. Because you know what? I haven't seen my two for five lately, and I'm out of Stacy's well, chips. This is blasphemy. Yeah. And so, I know there were several different types. Well, they've of got to have the fire roasted jalapeno. That's my favorite. Well, I don't. That's I don't like the only processed what. food I eat. Yeah. Okay. Happily. Anyway. All right, Stephen. Anything else? I think there is something else, but I didn't write it down. So. <laughs> okay. Go Tigers! All right. But I see other people are writing. Writing things down <laughs> since I've started my notebook. So. I know. That's right. The, everyone's yeah. calling with a list now. Yeah. yeah. And now, Stephen, you don't have your list, so you yeah. got to get that list okay. back. All right. Yeah. Okay. Take care. Talk Bye. Later. Okay. 260 Doug, we took a 35 break, didn't we? We did. Okay. You were about to say something. No, the Oracle was not going to weigh in after all. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're waiting for Mike to call us back. He has a special dispensation to call the show a second time so that he can tell us where the Melba toasts are coming from, even though we know that if you are looking for Melba toast, and why would you be, uh, you can get them at Walmart under the old London brand, and it screams at you Melba right on the package. Uh. And it doesn't look old-fashioned at all. It looks kind of newfangled. Uh, Tom, I'm trying to remember where I bought. I bought, Tom, the Biscoff cookies. It was glorious because I didn't have to, I didn't have to be unselfish at, you know, in uh, on the flight, and I could just go ahead and eat my and I'm still complaining about this. I could just go ahead and eat my um, whole grain Cheez-Its, which Delta is trying to slip to us now. Mm. And I could, I could just eat the Cheez-Its without feeling like I should get Tom a Biscoff cookie. Well, it's amazing. Somebody sent me a box of three boxes. A box of three boxes? Oh, I might have been Doug. I mean, it might have been Don the Gourmet uh, neighbor. I think he did that. But I bought you a package of them in California, and I can't even remember where it was. I think it actually might have been Italy. So that Uh, means I paid too much for it. (laughs) I think we've proven that. But it is your Biscoff, so it's worth it. Well, I'm anyway. The you know the streets below us are getting uh, deserted. They're getting deserted. I guess everyone is moving toward the dome now, although it seems kind of early. It's only 5 o'clock. Doesn't the game start at 7 or 7.30? When does the game start? I don't Doug, the Oracle. 
Yeah, seven. So, I mean, they've got like an hour and a half. But anyway, um, that gives me a chance to go have a drink with my friends and then go find a place to watch the game that isn't where they're watching it because they're going to have kind of a boring evening where they're watching it. If I wanted a boring evening of watching the game, I'd stay at home. Two six zero six three six eight. Tom, are you going out to dinner tonight? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I I'm, I might be. Gosh, Tom, this is going to be three days in a row you haven't gone to dinner. How are you well, making yeah. it? I'm uh, just getting along, you know, little yeah, by little. I guess. I guess. I promise mm-hmm. I'll go somewhere, somewhere with you tomorrow. I've decided to hunker down and start cooking at the house because I've been complaining for the last 30 years that we never, ever eat at home. And so I've decided that I'm, gosh darn it, going to go to the store, buy some things. <laughs> And cook, and then I realized why we've why I've never really fought harder for it because I spent the whole evening cleaning up, and I spent the same amount at the store as if I'd gone to buy it at a restaurant. So that's why we eat out all the time. Well, I mean, things could be much worse. Well, yeah, of course. You could not have that option. I'm just saying that I was uh, it was sort of an epiphany because I'm always yammering about the fact that we never eat at home. So this weekend I decided I'm going to eat at home a little bit. So Mary Lee mm-hmm. made this enormous salad. She fell in love with this salad at Mendocino Farms in L.A., which is a typical L.A. kind of place. You know, there's L.A. food and then there's... Other food, and LA food is good <laughs> you know enough, but yeah. you, you're probably not going to pick it out of a lineup. LA food, for those of you who are trying to picture this, would be True Food Kitchen. So there's a place in uh, Studio City called Mendocino Farms, and it's that kind of stuff. And it's it's good. I mean, it's good. The sandwiches and the salads are really good. And Mary Lee fell in love with this salad that is filled with a very long list of tedious ingredients and decided she was going to make it herself. And there was and she looked online to see if anybody had sort of formulated what this salad contained so that she could copy it because the restaurant was not forthcoming with the recipe. And and she had to toast something, some kind of grain. It was it was really crunchy, and and I don't even know what it was. But um, but it it was this massive salad that she made. she she went and she bought all this stuff. I mean, it was a lot of stuff to make this salad. It was a very complicated salad and sat in the refrigerator for weeks and we've gone through two or three rounds of salad greens and then finally she decided she was going to make the salad yesterday and she did. She had toasted all the little grains and everything and it was good, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't worth all the trouble by a long shot. And that's kind of what I just... What? I didn't get any of it. Oh, Tom. This this, uh, this, uh, salad... Well, there was a huge amount of it. You saw it right yeah. in front of you, so I don't know why you didn't get any. It's not like we were hoarding it or anything. I mean, all you had to do was pick up some and put it in a bowl. Tom's gotten, <laughs> Tom's gotten to the point. You know, it's a good thing you go out to restaurants because then someone will feed you because you apparently are, 
are one signed of the, off of that. Of what? Things. Yeah, that's yeah. certainly one of the nicest things. What, that people will feed you? Yeah. Well, sure. have you ever How thought you of not... feeding yourself? Sure, I do it all the time. <laughs> when Tom feeds himself, that means he pops a piece of bread in the toaster and takes one of his, his 20 jars of jam and he puts jam on it, and that's 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 feeding himself. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. I guess Mike is not going to call us back, but it is good to know that Melba Toast for those people, and I can't imagine who you are, for those people who are actually seeking out Melba Toast circa twenty twenty, you can find it. Doug says you can find it at Walmart, where I've also heard you can find the Biscoff cookies. And Tom says, uh, I mean, Mike says that you can find it someplace else, but maybe he'll call tomorrow and tell us where that is. You know, you start eating those cookies and you can't stop. The Biscoff cookies? Did you finish off that whole package already? Because that was a pretty big package, Tom. No, I I had quite a few, but I also gave a lot to people I work with. No, no, you didn't. (laughs) You ate those cookies yourself. I had a bunch of them. Myself, I know. I know. Doug is Doug is saying you didn't give any of them to anyone because that means he wants some. Do you like Biscoff, Doug? Yeah, I'm not a big. It's it's like a spice cookie. I'm not really all into that. It's got to be chocolate, chocolate or bust for me. Anyway, I think we're done, folks, and that means that it's game time or getting to be close to game time. Go Tigers! Mm-hmm. See you tomorrow. Have a good meal tonight. Watch the game or not. And we'll be back tomorrow. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.